At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is the Lombardi line as we welcome you back on a Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Of course, you got Tom, got Karina, got old Steph over there. Steph Donkic, as we <laughs> say hi. Lombardi, Michael there in Jersey. And we'll get to Cam for our Nesson viewers. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, but Julio Jones, some of the numbers are stale as far as his next landing spot. So we won't go there with the numbers because they're a little off. Uh, but thoughts right now on Julio. Michael, at this point, the Detroit Tigers are in the mix for Julio Jones. Yeah, I'm not sure there's as many in the mix as, as we might suspect. I think clearly, I said this on my podcast, if somebody would put a one on the table, which has been reported that there is a one on the table, which is not true. Uh, there has been talk about future ones, but there's never been a one clearly on the table. They would take it, Atlanta. Atlanta's being patient and deliberate. I think the leader in this clubhouse who's eventually going to come out of this is going to be Tennessee. Because I think Tennessee does have a two on the table, and I think that's the best deal that, that right now that they're able to get for Julio. Does San Francisco come back with their two? Perhaps. You know, Philadelphia's been sniffing around. You know, Seattle's one of those teams that if you know John Schneider, he's always going to sniff around and know what's going on. He's not necessarily going to take action on the deal, the general manager of Seattle. So 
I, I think if you're betting this and what team he's going to go to, I think Tennessee seems to be the perfect place. You say, what about New England? Yeah, they have a need for a, a legitimate big-time receiver, but you're talking about a lot of money. You're talking about $37 million over the next three years. And I think what Coach Belichick would typically always do in these situations is ask himself, where do you think this player will be next year? And because of the durability concerns, because of the age, because of the money, that's a hard prediction. Yeah, he's a really good player. Would he make your team better? No doubt. But you have to think of today and tomorrow when you're making these decisions. So I, I'm leaning towards Indianapolis. I think the dark horse would be San Francisco. But I don't think anybody really wants to step up and pay the freight that Atlanta wants. And Atlanta's sitting here in June. There's no rush. You know, training camp doesn't open up until July, the end of July, which is probably when they're going to need the money to sign their draft picks, which they'll sign them, and then they can make that decision. It's apropos you brought up Tennessee, because I want to talk about their season outlook coming up in just a little bit, but we're talking Julio. So you mentioned Indy, you mentioned Tennessee. By the way, did you see what Tennessee did today? They signed three-time All-American wrestler Adam Kuhn to play the offensive line. I don't think he's played since high school, but they're they're taking a little chance with him. Well, I think you do. Here's why they do this. It's because one, the, the number one trait offensive linemen must have is balance. The number one trait a wrestler must have is balance. And they also have to have flexibility, which is what an offensive lineman has to have. And so the, 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 the similarities between wrestling and playing offensive line come together. Now, there's a lot of differences, and you've got to be able to punch and move your feet. You've got to be able to understand protections and feel of the game and, and how to play and the fundamentals. That's going to take some time. But it's a worthwhile risk, especially sure. in light of the fact that there's just not enough offensive linemen. What's happened in college football is – all the really got all the good players who had a chance to be top offensive linemen are now playing defense you know and so the offensive linemen are getting pretty much the lesser of the group athletically now some, that's not all the case but you know Sewell from Oregon's not a lesser athlete but for the most part colleges are putting their their best athletes on the defensive line and they're trying to make do with offensive linemen which then leads into the NFL is not a lot of great offensive linemen okay just to circle back on Julio for yeah, we'd put New England maybe three, and right now your two front runners would be the Titans, Titans and the Colts. You know, no, I, my my two front runners would be the Titans and the 49ers. Okay. I don't think the Colts are in. The, the Colts are not in this. The Colts have never been in this. The 37. It's not Chris Ballard's modus operandi gotcha. to go after a 32 year old, 31 year old player. So I don't think those. I haven't heard the Raiders. It's San Francisco. I think Philly's in it. And I definitely think Tennessee's the strong play. I think that's where it's going to end up. Yeah, Corey Davis, of course, left for the Jets. So there's a need there next to A.J. Brown. Julio Jones would fill that void. When we come back, I'm going to get to, I want to ask you about the Titans. They confuse me. Also, Cam Newton coming up as well. It is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Again, we do. We welcome you in. It is Saturday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Had Millie Ball on. You can check out all the picks as far as the Belmont stakes. We'll get Millie 
and Millie over there in Jersey's picks up at vison.com. Michael likes all eight horses is what I think I've come to. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he, right. He likes the eight horse field. That I yeah. know. Bill Berman will send his pick in as well. Um, here's want to ask you this. It, there was some consternation in New England speaking of Nesson yesterday when they shut down the practice. It looks like Cam's hand is going to be all good, though. Are you hearing anything else? I haven't heard too much about that. I, I can't imagine that it's not. I mean, look, if guys miss certain times at, at mini camps and off-season programs, they're taking mental reps. But, you know, when you look at New England, Mac Jones, I mean, he needs as many reps as he can get. You know, he's going to need as many reps as he can possibly get. So for me, I think it's it's a situation where I'm sure Cam's probably going to be back in a week maybe. I don't know, maybe two days, whatever it is. But they'll give Mac Jones a little bit more time to keep working on what he's doing. Yeah, you know the reports come out. Mac, uh, even Bill is being referenced, Mr. Belichick, that he's gaining the respect there, Mac Jones. But we know this. Mac Jones, his, the, his players love him. They love them at Alabama. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Mac Jones is a kid that's he's a gym rat. I mean, he loves it, right? I mean, it's all he wants to do is he loves to be around football. He wants to study the playbook. He's smart. He's engaged. I don't think he really cares about too much other than really becoming the best player he can be, which fits the narrative perfectly for what they do in New England. And so that's how you endear yourself with your teammates. You don't endear yourself with your teammates by not showing up to practice, by, you know, being late as a rookie, you come in. I mean, first of all, most of all these rookies that are here are out of shape because we've really not had an off-season program. I was talking to somebody yesterday, you know, the, the first round pick of a team showed up, you know, barely made it through the first drill and was with the trainer. You know, and then didn't practice for the next three days because they're so out of shape. And it's hard to judge the players until they understand what it's going to take to be in shape. I, I'll just say this, Mac Jones, and some of it is mean, but the, the memes that have popped up, the picture with him without his shirt on, and then also remember <laughs> the walk, the victory walk, the, the funniest things, somebody said it looked like the lunch lady coming to break up a fight, like when he was walking to the podium, <laughs> so I feel badly for Mac Jones, he's plus 275 to be your starter in week one, Cam Newton's uh, a minus 278, Cam, everything seems to be okay with the hand, Nesson, you can exhale unless you want Mac. Okay. Um, uh, Corey, the husband of Steph here, is the biggest uh, Titans fan around. I'm having a hard time understanding this team. We'll go ahead and throw up their schedule, their win total, and everything. Uh, Todd Downing's in. I'm sure you know of him. He was the Raiders OC mm -hmm. in 2017. He takes over for Arthur Smith, Michael. Um, but again, LaFleur left for the Packers. Smith left for the Falcons. Uh, cap issues, so there were losses. Malcolm Butler's gone. Corey Davis is gone. Smith is gone, the tight end. Your boy Jadavion Clowney's gone. Defensively, statistically, any way you look, they were bottom. They, I mean, they, they bottomed out defensively last year, the Titans. It's just a hard team for me going into this season to wrap my head around. Well, they couldn't rush the passer last year in spite of the fact that they had the greatest pass rusher in the history of football in Javion Clowney. So they couldn't rush the passer and they couldn't cover. That's not a really good combination, you know, and they have, and their offense was all play action and it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was a very effective play action pass game. And it was led by Henry's ability to run the ball and not allow Ryan Tannehill to have to carry the team. Henry carried the team. 
They got a lot of production out of A.J. Brown, the rookie at the, the 2019 second-round pick. He played really well, but there wasn't enough. Then they started had some injuries to the offensive line. And when you look at where they are in the offensive line, they haven't really improved. I mean, they need Kendall Lamb, who they signed from Cleveland, to be the starting right tackle. That's going to be an issue. Right. You know, they got to fix that offensive line. Nate Davis, a kid they drafted in the third round in 19. He's got to come through and play right guard. Saffold, who they signed from the Rams a couple of years ago, he's an over 30 player and he's starting to decline in his play. So the offensive line isn't what it used to be. I think the receivers are not there. I mean, everybody said, well, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown would be a good number two receiver. He's not a one. There's not a lot of guys in the league that can be number one receivers. And A.J. Brown's a good two. He's always going to be covered because he doesn't have great speed, but he's competitive. He'll take the ball away from you, but he's never going to scare the defense with over-the-top speed. And so you can kind of sit on what they're doing. They, you know, they lost Smith, the tight end. I mean, Anthony Fisker, the kid they signed in, as a free agent in 18, he's the starting tight end. So there's a lot of holes on this team. It's not a very talented team. They haven't drafted well. They haven't signed free agents well. I mean, they haven't really, but they've won games, and I think it's a credit to Mike Vrabel. I think it's a great credit to Mike Vrabel. They need a big year out of Bud Dupree. Can he stay healthy? I don't know. Is he going to come back to the same level that he played in Pittsburgh? Typically, Pittsburgh players never play to the same level when they leave there. They typically never don't. They never do. So that's a concern. Jeffrey Simmons is a legitimate big-time defensive tackle. Yeah. You know, they need Landry. They need Dupree to have great seasons. Can they do that? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm bullish on them. What's their win total? Their win total, Michael. Let's take a nine. look at the numbers. Nine, a little juice to the under. But that's, again, it's on a great division. To finish first, they're plus 110 in the AFC South. But how about that number nine as far as the season win total for the Titans? You know, this time last year, we were all talking – Will Hill included, about how can Henry duplicate what he did two, two years ago. And all of us, to the man, agreed he couldn't, and yet he did. 2,000 yards. Can he, do it three, can he do it three years in a row? That's the real question. I don't see that. I didn't see it last year. And so if you answer that question just basically on statistical history, can he stay healthy? Can he duplicate the season that he had last year? Then you say, I'm playing the over of nine. Because maybe he can carry him, but if you don't feel good with that answer, you got to play the under here. And the schedule, look, the schedule is the Colts are a tough team for them to play because of their speed on defense. You know they play the they play the NFC South, which has got you know got Tampa, Atlanta will be better, Carolina will be better. You know the Saints will still be a, a problem. The Rams, I mean, look, it's not an easy schedule for them. I really don't see that. Yeah, it's crazy. I can hear Titans fans getting frustrated because they finished 11 and six in a 16 game season last year. Add one, their total set at nine. Uh, but you mentioned it. The Henry piece is fascinating here because we expect his usage is so high that you would expect a regression for a running back. Last year was his best year. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. And he keeps getting stronger. And, you know, their offensive line hasn't always been the great, and yet he makes three or four people miss his tackles. And the next thing you know, he's off to the races. And so, you know, he's hard to get on the ground. And I think losing Conklin last year really hurt them. Yep. I mean, they haven't replaced the right tackle. Now they have Lamb over there. And, you know, if this game becomes a drop-back pass game for the Titans, it's not what the, they need to play from in front. They're better when Henry can participate in the game all game. 
and control the pace. Think of the playoff games, right? Think of how they beat Baltimore, got the lead. Think about how they beat New England, got the lead. Think about how they played. They couldn't match Kansas City two years ago. That's how they have to play. And if Tannehill were to get, if they have any injuries, it's going to be a challenge. And I think John Robinson's got his work cut out for him. He hasn't done a good job of drafting. I mean, now whether this Radu's kid that can play the right tackle over Lamb, we shall see. But I think anyone who's objective about the Tennessee Titans has to admit that their talent level is not very good. They've overcome their talent with really good coaching. And objectively speaking, which is something I never thought I'd say, I never thought I'd utter this, but Tannehill's a superstar. Any way you look at it, their backfield is, I mean, it's Henry and Tannehill. They're good there. It's just the rest of it. It's the rest. And A.J. Brown's good. But A.J. Wait. Brown, is he going to be good with Josh Reynolds? Is he going to be good with, with Charlie Rogers, a street-free agent? Is he going to be good with Des Fitzpatrick, who they drafted in the fourth round? He's probably not. I mean, they're going to have to do something to make this work. And, and can they do it with their cap situation? You know, that's the other problem. I mean, this is a team that doesn't have – they've spent a lot of money. They've spent a lot of money over the years, and they, they don't have the cap space as they wear this thing down. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge for them. It's going to be a really a, a problem. I mean, right now they don't have the cap room to fix it. They have $3.3 million of cap room. So how do they go about doing that, Patrick? Well, you have to redo some guys' contracts, or you're going to have to cut guys. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to cut guys? You know, Tannehill, he's got $24 million base salary. You could easily go redo Tannehill's deal and lower the cap number. So that's an easy play. You got Kevin Byard at 11 million. You got Henry at 10.5. You could do his redo his deal. You could do tell they've got plenty of ways to do it to lower paragraph 5, but is it smart and prudent to do that? They've got 20 million, Patrick, of dead money that they have Gross. from pro- prior years from Adam Humphreys who never played for him. Isaiah Wilson, the first round pick, never even got to camp. Malcolm Butler's 4 million. I mean, they've Kenny Vaccaro, $3 million. DeAndre Walker. I mean, they've got a bunch of players that never made it for them. Adam Humphreys, when he signed, you know, that was one of the strangest signings. Adam Humphreys signed. He was a slot receiver. He signed with them, and, and, and New England was after him. And he chose to, and this was when Brady was in New England. He chose to go to Tennessee over New England and never did anything in his career there. And, you know, sometimes the danger, it's a dichotomy of labeling a player like Corey Davis because he was drafted, what, fifth overall out of Western Michigan as a wide receiver. But ask Steph's husband or any Titans fan, he popped late last year. Like, he started to really become the receiver that they were hoping they were getting when they drafted him in the first round. He's going to be a loss. Yeah, it is, but he's hurt again, and I think he's going to stay. He has a tendency to stay hurt. I mean, the fifth pick overall, when you take a receiver, it's pretty nuts. you better get a number one receiver. You take a guy the fifth pick in the draft, you better say, okay, this guy is Julio Jones. This guy is, yeah. you know, the, the, this guy is the main guy. You know, or if not, what are you doing? How about your boy Josh Applebaum checking in? He said, Neil, former Pats wrestler offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. Steve Neal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he Steven did. They, they converted him. Yeah, they converted him, but, you know, it took some time, and we and they were able to develop different rules, though, Patrick. So when Neal was coming, you had a lot more time you could spend with players. I mean, Dante Skarnecki could take Neal into the indoor facility in February and March and work him out and do whatever he needed to do with him to get him ready to go. You can't do that now. That's the, the timing and the ability to do that. That's why these spring leagues, the XFL, the USFL, excuse me, it really could help some of these young players develop their fundamentals and techniques. Yeah, and of course, I'm referencing 
Um, Mr. Kuhn, the kid that was uh, picked up by the Titans, he was an all-world wrestler at the University of Michigan. He's a legend in the state of Michigan. He was great. Uh, no experience, I think, back to high school, but the Titans signed him to play offensive line. They'll see if they can develop him. Okay, as we transition here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, Josh texting about a number drop here, and I just want to throw this at you, Michael. He's seen some action on the Bucks couple of books fell from four down to three and a half. So it looks like the bucks are starting to take some money here. I, I'm not overly surprised by that. We didn't, we never really yeah. saw four and a half get touched. So now we're seeing three and a half pop up on the board here with some respect for the bucks. I think it's a really hard, it's not a hard series to handicap, but it's a hard series to use prior data to handicap because they've never really played. Harden's missed two games of the three that they played. You know, Kyrie missed one of the games. I, I don't think Durant – I mean, they haven't really – all three haven't played against Milwaukee. So it's a challenge. Like the last two times Philly played Atlanta, Atlanta didn't have half their team. So you, there's not this data we can go back to and say, okay, here's the matchups, here's how they played, here's what we're thinking, and here's the way the game's going to go. We can't do that. And so it's going to take the first half for us to really kind of take a peek at this and see how they're going to match it up. Are they going to start? Are they going to play – you know, the way they've been playing in terms of Blake Griffin playing in the center, playing center. Is Joe Harris going to come and continue to start, which he's been doing? You know, how are they going to match this all up? Where are they going to get their minutes from their bench? And who's going to guard who? Who's guarding Giannis? And who's going to guard all these other guys? And how are they going to work their defense around it? I think the issue for Brooklyn and why people like Milwaukee isn't because Brooklyn, they think Brooklyn's not going to score. They'll score. It's can Brooklyn play the defense that's needed? I happened to mention a little bit earlier that 239 and a half, I thought that might be the highest. It is indeed the highest ever in a playoff game. We've seen it now jump up to 240. Uh, I'll tell you this, yeah. Michael, totals higher, <laughs> that, which is insane. Now, these two offenses yeah, are I mean, elite, but can you just, here's, here's a stat that is interesting. Uh, totals higher than 239 this season have gone over 27, 12, and 3. They're almost hitting a 70% over clip when a, when a total is listed this high. Something to take note of. These offenses are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn had the number one offensive efficiency at 116.3, and the Bucks are at 114.7 per game. You know, so both teams execute. And I think pace is so critical. You know, the average pace for the three games that they played was 103.1 possessions per 48 minutes. And that's at a 69.2% total, which means it would go over 239. If you just run the numbers based on percentages and based on that, so that's why I think people are going to play. the. That's why the over is not scaring people to go. I, I think 239 and a half is a good number to get. I would play the over there and figure both teams are going to score. I think the two, I think the difference this year as the Bucks try to exercise their demons, Drew Holiday is such a great two-way player. And then you throw yeah, in no, P.J. I'm, Tucker. P.J. Tucker can defend all five positions. And like right. just the, they've gotten tougher this year. There's, there was something they missing, are. and they're tougher this year, the Bucs. And they got, you know, they got the thing off their back. They got the, they got the, they got the, they swept the, the, heat. the losing the playoff game. They got it off their back. I mean, they're playing now, not that they're playing with house money, but they're playing freer. They won a playoff series. Coach Bud doesn't have to worry about it, you know? And Giannis can show that he probably is, could be the MVP of the league when he takes over. Cause I think that he's the matchup. Who's guarding him? Who's going to take him? The Nets, you mentioned first in e-field goal percentage. They're also third in three-point percentage. The Bucks were second highest in three-point percentage. I mean, they just, like, he, 
if you're betting the under, good luck and enjoy watching the game. Yeah, that would be that luck. would be it's that right. would be rough. Is that Josh? Look at Josh laughing. Basketball, hockey, baseball, every game of the week. Of course, BetMGM Sports Nevada. This is for Applebaum. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on this trip. He was clubbing when he was here, and you're going to be ready to bet within minutes. Whatever your style, whatever your sport, you're going to love it. Got to be 21 years or older. Visit BetMGM.com. 1-800-522-4700. If you have a gambling problem, coming back with the Lombardi Mine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The third and the final leg of the Triple Crown is today. First bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. You can sign up now 
You get analysis, wagering on every race, AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. That's ExpressBet. To celebrate the Belmont Stakes, First Bet is giving a $20 free bet for all new users who sign up now. Okay, so go there, use the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everybody who redeems this $20 free bet is going to get a $20 credit for our VEASAN store. Get a merchandise, get a hat, get a shirt, get whatever you want. This is our best racing offer yet. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vsin.com slash horses. Don't forget to use the promo code Vegas20. If we could have the, the show, the real show that's going on here is we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line is the Steph and Karina show. If we could hear what yeah. those two were saying. I mean, they're either clowning you or they're clowning me. But trust me, yeah, one, sure of, one of the two me. of us are no. getting clowned. I can assure you of that. I think it's me, actually. I have no doubt. No, hey, I don't think so. Patrick. Are you... Uh, are you yes. are you going to watch uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather tonight? I doubt it. No, I I doubt it. I probably won't. No, it's an exhibition. It's a shame. I'm going to watch the best. I'm going to watch the basketball game. All right. You're not going to you're not going to watch your boy Tucci with the food. He's not on now. He only has seven episodes. He left me. I mean, he's gone. I have nowhere to go. I get Michael Simon something. Or you know, get him. You know, Michael Simon's a huge Cleveland Browns fan. Huge. Loves the brownies. Loves the draft too. Really? By the way. I didn't know that. Loves it. When's the fight stuff? Is it tonight or tomorrow? You. Oh, it's tomorrow night. Oh, who cares? It's not. It's an exhibition. Once once I learn, it doesn't. There's no no you judging. You can't bet on there's it. There's no judging. A bunch of books took it off the board. Yeah. I mean, you can find some Got shady it. offshore bets where you can bet Paul and Mayweather. But I mean, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a joke. Uh, quickly, yes, uh, you mentioned and you broke it yesterday. Uh, Stotts out in Portland. You see where he is going to end up. He's going to end up with the Pacers. We talked about the. Uh, issues. I'll put it that way lightly. The rookie head coach there with the Pacers had looks like Stotts could end up with the Pacers. Um, Vogel, who you referenced yesterday, there seems to be some, I guess, questions surrounding his status with the Lakers. I would think so. I mean, let's re- let's revisit it. I mean, the, the the general manager, the player coach of the team, LeBron, he wanted Gasol to start in Game Five, and Vogel wouldn't start him. And then in game six, he finally acquiesced to the star and started him. And for all the right reasons, the Gasol should have started. But I think there's a deeper issue here. You know, we talked about design and production. And if you're Rob Palinka and you had the ability to build this team and you took Harold from the Clippers, which was a huge get, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you think, oh, my God, we ripped them off. Then all of a sudden, you're getting nothing out of Harold. You got nothing out of Harold. The players didn't do anything. So is it was it your fault on the contract, or is the coaching faulty? And I think that's the fundamental question. And I think one thing you know about the Lakers in the back, and I think nothing matters at the Lakers except winning. And I think here's what I would say. If Jason Kidd is going to get the Portland job, does do the Lakers decide, well, maybe we'd rather have Kidd run our team than have him go to Portland and make that move? Right. That's a question. And I'm not I'm not reporting that. I'm asking that. I think that's a fundamental question you have to look over. Obviously, the Clippers had that same question last year. They said, we don't want to lose Ty Lue to Philly. Right. We'll get rid of Doc and we'll keep Ty Lue. That's what they did. May I ask you a question about Brad Stevens for our Nesson audience? That yeah. transition, and you can speak on this better than anybody, but that transition from the sideline to the front office now, he is accustomed to statistics, advanced statistics, metrics. This is his thing. He's 44 years old. He's young. Yeah. Do you feel like what is that transition going to be like for Stevens? 
I, I think it'll be really smooth and easy. I mean, Brad's a really uh, engaging, search-for-wisdom person, and so he's always surrounded himself with trying to get better in every aspect of his job. And I don't think he ever saw coaching as a day-to-day event. He saw the big picture of coaching. Yes, you've got to coach day to day, but there's also a bigger lens you must look through. And I think he's perfect to become a, a personnel director, to become a president of a team and, and run the operations from the front office and have the ability to connect with the coach and understand the problems that he has to deal with on a daily basis and understand the plight of the players and how you have to build the team the correct way. I think he gets the design. I think his design by Danny Ainge allowed their production to suffer. Have you thought? And I think of, Brad knows that. Have you right over your right shoulder in your new office is Gridiron Genius? Have you thought about sending Brad a copy as he transitions? Brad's already help? read. Brad Brad read the copy, and that's why I was kindly invited to speak at his uh, summer clinic two years ago. It was great. So he read it, and you know we've been in touch ever since, and it's been a good relationship. And I I learned stuff. I I think I'm going to write a daily coach about it uh, tomorrow for Tuesday about his relationship. With a, well, he has a conference call, a Zoom call. Well, we can pick it up in a, in a minute when we come back. I can't get it all out and quickly. I Stephanie's telling me I gotta I, go. I will officially keep my mouth shut the rest of the show. How about you just shutting me down with that? Of course, Stevens has read Gridiron Genius. Who hasn't? Gable next. <laughs> Stakes is today, of course. VSIN horse racing experts analyzing the horse has got everything for you. Visit vsin.com slash horses to find our full race coverage. Special offers from our partners, including a $20 credit at the VSIN store. You like swag? You'll get it. Go to vsin.com slash horses for more coverage. Thomas Gable is the director of the race and the sports book over at the Borgata Beach House. You know, TGZ. Integral part mm-hmm. of the show. Michael, I'm going to, Thomas, we're going to open with the Belmont. I'm going to, I'm going to box up Essential Quality, Rock Your World, Known Agenda, Hot Rod Charlie, and a trifecta box. What are you going to do? Uh, that's, a, that's a good good play. Very chalky, though, but I think you have to, uh, you Watch have your to mouth. go with the chalk here. <laughs> um, essential quality. I mean, listen. It, it rightfully favored two to one on morning line. Uh, five for five going into the Kentucky Derby. Of course, finished fourth there. Um, you know, King King essential quality. I think is is the right move. Uh, I'm kind of uh, stuck here between Hot Rod Charlie and Known Agenda. Hot Rod Charlie won the Louisiana Derby. Finished third in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Pratt back in the irons on uh, on Hot Rod Charlie after winning the Preakness on Rombauer, and then Known Agenda. I just I like the price six to one. Uh, Son of Curl and one Florida Derby trained by Todd Fletcher and Irad Ortiz. Just he knows this track very well. Always uh, races at Belmont, so I really like Known Agenda here. Uh, but I, I can't. Can't shoot any arguments into your uh, your uh, boxed uh, trifecta there. I mean, listen, Patrick, don't let him fool you. He he uh, he is one of the sharpest horse guys around. So <laughs> TG, thank no, you, buddy. No doubt, Thomas. What uh, is there's a long shot 
if there would be a long shot, what would you take? Who would you take on? I know there's only eight horses in the race, but is there any long mm-hmm. shots? France uh, go de, whatever, Uh-oh. however you say that horse. No. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Fran- Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, that's five horse. That's the five, five horse. No, I th- definitely throw. I throw all the long shots out here. I, I don't think you'd even use them uh, in any exotics, um, even down to superfecta level. Uh, I, I just think there's. Um, so much of a difference here between the the favorites and then the basically you have the one horse the the four I'm sorry the the five horse and the eight horse that are the long shots here uh, but I would not look to throw uh, any of them into any exotic yeah I'm laughing because I don't know how to pronounce it either Michael that uh, France horse I mean, at thirty I, to one. I, I... Why can't we just call it France Go and then leave <laughs> yeah, everything France else to Vienna? I mean, like, like seriously, like, I why know. do we got to make it so hard? I mean, how do you call it? Hey, France Go, oh, come over Ina, here. Like, Ina, like, we... <laughs> Ina, you know, I mean, you know, it's part France, part, you know, sh- you know, uh, what's her barefoot contessa? You know, I mean, gosh, almighty. Barefoot contessa. Right. Well, her first name's Ina. Her That's first true. name's Ina. That's true. There you go. And Shorty can That's... make a, a mean meal. Um, the Bucks Nets. This uh, we just saw it dip to three and a half at a couple of books. They're at the Borgata. Are you still at four with the Nets laying at Thomas? Yes, still at four here. Uh, total two thirty nine. Opened at three and a half, and then got bet up to four. And like you said, it, it's uh, dropping in a couple different places, but uh, still four here. Um, May second, these two teams faced off in the first game of a back to back, and Giannis finished with forty nine points in that game. Shot twenty one of thirty six from the field. Game two, you had Giannis. Chris Milton and Drew Holiday combined for 72 points, and the Bucks won that one by six. So what was missing there for the Nets in those two games? Well, James Harden, he, he was out with the hamstring strain. Um, now the Nets head into this series with their big three intact against a Bucks team that ranks among the NBA's best in uh, defense, rebounding, three-point field goals made per game. Drew Holiday... I mean, he was fantastic in the series against Miami, averaging 15.3 points per game and 9.8 assists. I, I think what this is, what you're going to see here, and certainly extremely high total, 239. How are the Nets going to defend the Bucks inside? They played small against Boston, but that leaves the point, the paint open here for uh, for Lopez and Giannis. And of course, the Bucks have their own matchup problems defensively. As Holiday will take either Harden or Irving, more than likely Harden, which will allow Irving to isolate. And we know how good he is in isolation. I think this is where the loss of DiVincenzo will really be felt by Milwaukee here on the defensive end, uh, matching up and trying to contain both Harden and Irving. But definitely matchup problems on both teams here defensively. Yeah, I think there's no doubt. I mean, the middle of the court against the Celtics was so wide open by the net by the Nets. I mean, and then of course the Celtics had a wide open. I mean, Kyrie was in there in the paint more than anybody. I think it's going to be a fascinating see how this works out. Do you think DeAndre Jordan plays in this series at all for the Nets? I think you're going to have to get him back into the rotation at some point. I mean, he was kind of banished uh, to the bench there, and I, I think you, it's going to be. Uh, a necessary evil to put him in now because you can't just leave the paint wide open. I mean, who's going to defend Giannis? It's not going to be Durant. Durant's no. going to, not going to be able to keep up with him. No, that's a great point. How, you, where are you at on the Sixers tomorrow? So Sixers uh, here, still two and a half, laying two and a half, uh, total two twenty and a half. Um, obviously, the the big story here is Embiid and whether or not he is going to play. I. 
believe he will probably try to give it a go. Uh, question is, how effective yeah, will he give be it a go. in that time? Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna try and give it a go. <laughs> oh, you know, it's gonna be so hard for him. Oh my, you know, guys play football with torn meniscuses. I like seriously. Like, what? I mean, I don't want to dismiss it, but I mean, come on. Like, at some point, this is the NBA playoffs. What are we saving it for? But, Michael, we're talking about Joel Embiid here. That's too. a good point. They're exactly right. You, <laughs> you answered the question exactly how I wanted you to answer the question. We're talking about Mr. I have yet to play in all the, all the playoff games in my NBA career, other than last year in the bubble when they got swept. So why are we surprised we're talking injuries? Because we got the process, you know. Well, everybody passed on them because of the injuries, and now the process is, you know, it, it, it works. You know that, Thomas. The process works. This is what we got. But he's not going to play in the games. Come on. I I don't know. I mean, listen, the Sixers are good at home. We know how good they are. And, you know, two-and-a-half-point favorites, I feel, is about the right number here with the uncertainty around Embiid. I just don't know how effective the guy's going to be if he decides to play or not. Um, But uh, it'll be an interesting series. And I think it's a series that, uh, honestly, the Hawks, you know, you can find plus money on the series right now. And with the uncertainty around Embiid, uh, might be worth a shot looking at that. Little known fact about TG, back in 85, he tore his meniscus, never got it repaired, and has been running the sports book ever since. So, <laughs> I, yeah, that happened in, uh, I don't doubt that. That happened in second grade CYO ball there, Patrick. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you what, Thomas ain't missing no days at work. He shows up all the time. I mean, no. he's not going to miss a day. There's no. no way. He's not calling in sick. He's he, Thomas can play back-to-backs. Trust me on that. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Hey, and if you need any restaurant advice, Thomas, for the restaurants, let me know. I'm waiting on that call, you know. TG. <laughs> yes, it's coming soon. It's going to be packed there at the board. Got to stop by, say hi. Thomas Gable. Thank you, Thomas. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Coming up next, Josh Applebaum. We'll lend us back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn $1 into $100. The Bucks Nets today, they hit a three-pointer. And you use the bonus code VSIN100 at BetMGM, you're going to win 100 bucks. Visit BetMGM.com, download the BetMGM app. Again, a dollar into 100, VSIN100 for the code. Bucks or Nets hit a three. Got a gambling prom call, 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, 1 800 270 7117 for Alpha, Michigan, 1 800 Gambler in Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa. Uh, call or text Redline 800 889 9789 in Tennessee, 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. Of course, our buddy Bill Berman has checked in with his Belmont pick. He's going to yeah. go with Ron Bauer. He said he'd taking it personally. Yeah, he's taking it personally that you're not giving it any love. <laughs> That's right. Flavian Pratt jumped off Ron Bauer. So Bill Berman says it's horse psychology. He feels snubbed. So <laughs> Can you imagine that? Horse, who's he, Mr. Ed? I mean, seriously. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Uh, Josh Applebaum has yet to give his a Belmont pick as we welcome in old Spielberg, old Walenda, Des Moines. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm going to take Seabiscuit. Yeah, he's a big, uh, big underdog today. But uh, <laughs> That's a good I heard the hate was good. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but guys, I got to throw a ton of games at you. Michael, you let me know if any of these baseball games pique your interest, okay? This I'm, is on baseball. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. Let, ton I of got, spots I for today, it. guys. <laughs> um, okay. So, first one, I always sound the alarm when we get White Sox against the lefty day. White Sox are one of the best right. teams in baseball against lefties. They are uh, updated stats 13 and 3. They're 14 and 0 last year. They're going up against Detroit and Patrick. I'm sorry, your guy Scooble here today. Thank so you. White Sox, big favorite, minus 220. I always, you know, when you're looking at laying big numbers like this, it's always bet to risk, not bet to win. You know, you don't want to risk 2.2 units to win one on the White Sox. It's your one unit as always. But good trend here with the White Sox against lefties. Uh, Michael, St. Louis, me and you liked them yesterday. They let us down. But you're taking in a different spot here. They're not a favorite. They're a dog. And the Cardinals are taking in some money against the Reds today. This is uh, Tyler Maley against Oviedo. You saw the Reds open around minus 130. They're down to minus 120. So be kind of a classic divisional dog reverse move to the Cardinals here. So if you want some plus money with the cards, that's intriguing. Another gross one, guys, is John Means in Baltimore against Cleveland. Um, this is a, a spot what? where you feel like you got to take Cleveland. I know, Patrick, how do you not take Cleveland here getting plus money? But this one stinks to me. Everyone's taking Cleveland. Yet Lions going to Baltimore. So we knew we know John Means has been great this year. He threw the no-no earlier. And Baltimore played well, moved. too, Josh. They are. I think they've won three straight. Patrick yep. had the win yesterday. Yep. They went uh, minus 110 to around minus 125 here today. Big move Baltimore. 
If you want to back Kansas City today, guys, I think it's a spot where Barrios, a lot of respect for Minnesota here, but Casey's on a big winning streak, and this game actually opened Minnesota and Barrios around minus 120. It's all the way down to pick them. So you're getting some money in here uh, coming in on KC. Also keep an eye out Oakland, Michael. Uh, Oakland's another team against lefties that mashes. They're 15 and 8 against lefties this year. Interleague line move Oakland's at Colorado. So Oakland's taking some action. But the banger of the night, guys, the San Diego Padres. Last game of the night, Patrick, DeGrom. You never, so on the one hand, you Thank never you. get DeGrom at like a pick em or a minus 120. But this thing was set. DeGrom and the Mets are on minus 125. They're all the way down to a pick them now. Wow. Even, you know, hopping the fence going to the Padres here. So, Michael, I know it's like death taxes and back to Grom, but this thing's going pretty sharp to the Padres here looking to uh, to sweep. Or I think this game three of four in this series. I, I'm just never going to go against the Grom. I, I, I have a hard time doing that. The one I loved, I love the White Sox. I love the White Sox against left-handed pitcher. I think they have one of the deepest lineups in the league, their ability to get on base. And plus, once they get past Scooble, you know, they get into that Detroit bullpen. And I think, really, that's going to be, benefit them tremendously. And I like the over here, Josh. It's only at eight. I think there's a better chance to go over. I like the White, I like the White Sox and the over. Those are my two Mr. Baseball picks today. Josh, great job. That is an awesome update on Major League Baseball. Nobody better than Josh Applebaum. By the way, coming up on Monday, we're going to open up that Nuggets Sun series. You have an early move. Yeah. yeah, this is intriguing, guys. And again, I take early moves with a grain of salt. Number one, I like to see an early move because that, again, we talked about this earlier. That tells me that the pros who set their own numbers, they're we are waiting, ready to go. They're waiting for lines to open, and then they're going to compare their numbers to what the odds makers have. So. Uh, an early number again, and there can be head fakes. Sometimes pros hit one way, you know, move it, come back the other way by low, but it does look like for this big series starting Monday night, nuggets and the Suns. the intriguing thing that I saw guys is a little movement to the nuggets here. This is game one here uh, of the West semis. And what you saw is a lot of books open Suns minus four and a half at home. And a lot of those four and a halfs got down to four. So it looks like with that hook, there's a little bit of money coming in nuggets uh, plus the four and a half. Uh, and Michael, what's your take on the series price? Obviously, Suns get by the Lakers here. They're a minus 225 favorite to win the series. Nuggets plus 180. Uh, any early early thoughts on this series, Michael? Would you lay it with the Suns in the series? You know, I, I I would lay it with the Suns. I don't trust the Nuggets. You know, and I, I say that after they came in game six and came back. They were down 10. They showed some mental toughness. Malone really got after them after they laid down in Portland uh, two games ago and they flattened out in the second and the third quarter. And then they rallied back. So, you know, I say that. I think I, I do think Denver's a tough out. I think Phoenix will have a tough time with Denver. They match up to them. Uh, but there's something about Denver that at times they're so inconsistent and without Murray, I worry about that. So I, I'll lean towards the Suns. I've got to do more work. I won't be in prediction yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing some work on this one. Josh, can I ask you quickly about the hockey? You got two in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. Yeah, huge hockey night if you want to sweat uh, a Stanley Cup playoff. So number one, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Uh, you saw Carolina come up with a huge win, an absolute must win. Remember, they were down 2-0, had an overtime goal. It's now 2-1. We're seeing a lot of respect on the Tampa Bay Lightning, and this matches a couple systems today because number one, you look at just this line movement, a lot of steam hitting the Lightning. Uh, they're at home looking to bounce back after that loss. This game opened around minus 145 Tampa Bay and bet up all the, all the way to around minus 160. And one system that matches with this big line move is playoff favorites with a steam move of 10 cents or more. So big money coming in, moving a line, at least 10 cents in your favor. Those teams are 14 and seven this playoff. So big steam has been pretty good predictive wise, uh, around 67%. We also have kind of this classic uh, playoff experience off a loss, Patrick. You have a team like 
Tampa Bay Lightning, again, who's battle-tested, you know, won the cup last year. These teams that made the playoffs the previous year are coming back and coming off a loss. They tend to rebound very, very well, especially if you're a home favorite off a loss at home, of course. But uh, this system here would be about 56%. Line move to Tampa Bay. If you want to lay with Tampa, it looks like they're taking some action tonight. You're slow rolling your bees tonight. What do you got? Oh, this hey, one is uh, speaking of the bees. Speaking of the bees, you see Coach Belichick in his Bruins in his Bruins. Yeah, he was fired day? up. Yeah, he, he he's he, fired he up for it. I bet he'll be at the game. Yeah, I bet he will be. Let's see what you got, Josh. <laughs> well, Michael, let me ask you real quick. Does Belichick go to the team and say, does he hand out Bruins hats? Remember, they walk to the practice field, everyone wearing a hat. Does he? You know, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool the way Boston embraces this. But how does Belichick handle it? Do you say, hey, guys, I got Bruins hats. Yeah, I'm very excited. On. Yes. Or what does he say? Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm I don't think he sounds like that, Josh. I don't think he sounds like that. No, that like was too that. excited. You were, that was too much energy. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, one thing about players, they all love free swag. Nobody nobody turns down free swag. I mean, you know, it, it's it, they'll wear it anywhere. So, yeah. I mean, look, uh, uh, I think it's a good spirit in the city. Everybody gets behind their teams. And, you know, the, each coach. I mean, Brad Stevens would come to practice quite often with his friends with Josh McDaniels as well, spend time around Bill. I think all those all those situations. I was telling the story earlier about how Brad Stevens and Gino, the, the Armanaro, the basketball coach at Connecticut, and and Chris Peterson, along with uh, the Vanderbilt baseball coach, uh, they all have Zoom calls together once a month, and they get together and they, they talk and they go through a bunch of things. So, you know, Brad is going to do a great job, and he's got a lot of people he can rely on to help him. America loves free swag. They'll sign up for a credit card for a $10 T-shirt. Stop it. Don't there be that idiot. Uh, the bees, by the way, are bet up to 150 That means Josh is laying it because it opened 137 yeah, yeah, we got course. a little movement here, Patrick's not quite as big as this Tampa Bay line move, but yes, to the Bruins here, guys. Again, this open around minus 135-ish around there, Patrick, been steamed up here. It actually got to 150 at one at some shops. You're getting a little buyback now, down to around 145. This one's tough for me. Not a huge move here, but you've seen these playoff favorites with the move do well, 63%. You know, the Islanders would have that bounce back system, playoff, uh, playoff experience off a loss. My play here, Patrick, look a little bit to the total. It's really juiced up five over. You had a, a two to one overtime game last night, but previously uh, when you've seen these really low totals of five or less in the playoffs, they're four oh and one to the over. So maybe get some goals here. Obviously desperation spot for the Islanders. Okay, boys, let's go bucks nets. I'm going to pin you down, Michael. You got okay. the, but the nets lane four and a two thirty nine and a half total. I'm going to grab the points here with Milwaukee and I'm going to play the over at two thirty nine and a half. I think I'm going to do that. I really am tossed up. I almost wanted to take Brooklyn. I think sometimes teams that get too much rest don't play as well. And I think Milwaukee's one of those teams that had too much rest. So, you know, let me change that guy. I'm going to take the Nets, lay the points, and I'm going to go over. Nets and over correlation there. Josh, what do you got? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Bucks and the points here. I mean, the one thing Shocker. that I'm looking at is obviously you walk into a bar, everyone's got a Nets ticket. I like being on the contrarian side. Bucks, they're only getting about a third of bets. But again, contrarian's only going to get you halfway. To me, you got to have an indication of respected money. And I think you're seeing that just because this thing was four and really it's never trended to four and a half. It's kind of trended to three and a half. And a lot of these shops are, again, four minus 115. They've kind of inched down where it's looking like it may go to three and a half. Uh, also, guys, shop for the best number because depending on who you like, you know, I just took a look at this, but Milwaukee plus four at minus 115 pays out 0.87 units. At minus 110 juice, it pays out, 0.91. So shop around, try to get the lowest juice here. I'm going to go bucks in the points, but Michael, I'm with you on the total. And I think right now, 239 is your number because again, 
239 and a half down to 239. A lot of these books coming back up. You want to push a 239. You want to, you don't want to lose that over if it's 239 and a half. There it is. 240. Wow, we have 240 here. That's insane. Yeah, that's what I thought I thought it was going the other way. I didn't think it was going down. I thought it was going up to 240. I agree. I think you got to get 239. You got to play that. I just to me I I like Milwaukee in the series. I just think it's sometimes when you have too much rest, you come out a little rusty. Everybody thinks it's going to be, well, they're rested. They're going to be really ready to go. And I think sometimes you can't get the timing down how you want it in terms of where you are when you have that much rest. Quote from behind the glass from Steph. It's a playoff game. D up. D up. <laughs> D up. A D well, and up. Over 239. It's a new era playoff game. It's a new era playoff game, Steph. Over 239 this season, hitting almost a 70% clip to the over. So remember that. Apple bomb. Great job. Market Insights, the pod. Michael, nice blazer, man. Enjoy your Saturday. Thank you. I'll wear one tomorrow, too. Don't <laughs> Thank worry, you. Patrick. Appreciate that. We come back tomorrow on the Lombardi line. Have a great day. The pregame show is coming up next. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.